Hi, everyone, and welcome to Good Show. I'm Anthony Mako, and I'm here with my co-host, Brandon Sharp. Here's the basic premise of what we're trying to do with our show. Media consumption has changed massively over the course of Brandon and I's lives. 20 or so years ago, it may have been something like, Thursday nights, I do must-see TV on NBC. On Friday, I hit TGIF on ABC. And maybe eventually you added Sunday nights on HBO. You know, pop on a channel each night and maybe hit the occasional movie. Eventually, cable got more popular. But I think we still mostly consumed media the same way. But now, media consumption has completely changed. Netflix has 5,087 options, literally. Apple, a computer company, now has 22 original shows. HBO has over 2,000 movies and 580 TV shows. You get the gist. We are overwhelmed, and we probably have decision fatigue. Well, fear not. We're here to try and help, but hopefully in a different way than you're expecting. There's an endless supply of review-type podcasts. At this point, it seems like every show has a podcast companion. But the assumption with those shows is that you are watching alongside the podcast episodes. With Good Show, we want to try and help your decision fatigue. Perhaps your relationship with The Office has gone stale, but you have no idea what to move on to. So when the season finale comes around, you just circle back around to season one, episode one. Let us try to help you find a new relationship. But that's the thing, right? Media consumption is subjective. Right. To be clear, we're not trying to determine what's best. We would like to try to make the decision process more efficient. Each episode of Good Show will be dedicated to something that is streamable. Instead of episode by episode, we will cover the entire series. And instead of trying to create an indeterminable list of the top 25 shows of all time, we would just like to give you the information that will help you make a quick decision for the next thing to watch. Of course, we're going to tell you whether or not we like it, but we also need to do that in a way that won't spoil it for you. Instead of, do I like it, we will be asking, what do I like about it? We want to help you find things you will love watching. But who are we? Well... I'm Anthony Mako. I'm a musician from Columbus, Ohio. I'm 39, and I'm married with two children. I also host a couple other podcasts. And I'm Braden Sharp, a graphic designer and stay-at-home dad from Dayton, Ohio. I, too, am married and have three children, and recently ended a three-year stint as a co-host on a podcast devoted to unpopular movie opinions. To be honest, neither of us have any special qualifications to scientifically evaluate this streaming content, other than the fact that we both consume more media than most people we know. Between the two of us, we've probably seen just about everything worth seeing. But more specifically, we're constantly evaluating and recommending shows and movies with each other. So we just thought we'd invite you into that process. To get to know us a little bit more, I thought we could do a quick round of questions. And we will start with, Brandon, what is your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show is The West Wing. Well, Brand- Anthony, what, <laughs> what's, your t- what's your favorite TV show? Well, Brandon, my favorite TV show is also The West Wing. 
And here is where we need to make our commitment to you that we will not continuously talk about West Wing all of the time, because if you know us at all, Brandon and I are, I I honestly think we might know more about the West Wing than 98. Anything else? Yeah, yeah, anything else and most people. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I I think one thing is worth pointing out is is the West Wing is a show that um, is the show that made me start requiring more from my television. I think that's worth pointing out, and I think that's something we found common ground on is it, it really it really was the catalyst for uh, seeking out and finding good television and in, in a similar way it's where we started discussing this subject matter together uh, we, we would yes. talk about West Wing episodes back while well, we still do to be we still talk about West Wing episodes back and forth all the time so you'll hear some about well some West Wing from us you'll hear some Sorkin from us but also we'll try and spare you for the most part we know you don't love we'll it keep as it much mild as we yeah we'll keep it yeah <laughs> Yeah. Okay, question two. What's your least favorite kind of TV show? I think just as a general rule, my least favorite type of television show is uh, sitcoms. I think... Oh, interesting. Yeah, just kind of on the whole. Plenty of sitcoms I actually do like, but just on the whole, I think sitcoms get a lower ranking for me than, than most other television. I'm going to ask you about, I'm going to ask you a follow up to that after I sure. tell you mine because here's why. So mine is when I was originally going to answer this question I was going to say reality TV, but that's not entirely mm. true, which mm. actually comes back to what we're trying to do with this show. Uh, I don't hate reality TV because like I love cooking reality TV and and there's mm. a, there's other kinds of reality TV that I like a lot. What I don't like is relationship shows. So I I don't care for the bachelor bachelorette things like that. Um, And I even was going to go into like, now why don't I like the bachelor bachelorette? And that's because it's sort of contrived, but at the same time, like I'm lying to myself if I don't think like these cooking competitions and things like that are contrived. Um, So, so I'm curious about your sitcom. Is, Is there a specific kind of sitcom that you don't like and a certain kind you do, or you just generally like, is like laugh track sitcoms. You know, I love nineties, multi-cam soundstage sitcoms. Yeah. I love those. Um, Seinfeld. Yeah, I was going to ask about, yeah. Like, that's a lot of stuff I like. In, 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 so, like the, net, like, the current style of sitcom, I mean, we're all over the place now. You have sitcoms that are, you know, shot like dramas, were, you know, were shot back in the 90s. And, you know, they're all on set. They're, they're on location. And, you know, they're not, they're not just about dropping jokes. They just have to hit me the right way is the only thing I can really say. Yeah, like sure. I, I love The Office. Not a huge fan of like a modern family, um, hmm. which is like a like a watered down version of the mockumentary, if you ask me. And sure. uh, but I do like I do like Parks and Rec. So it, it really just has to hit me the right way. Yeah. You know. So that's the only thing I can say. Interesting. Okay. Question number three: Is there something that you haven't seen that everyone else has? I haven't seen it all the way through, so it definitely counts. And this is on me. I have not seen Breaking Bad all the way. Through. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, that is a, a big one. one. Yeah, but you've uh, when you've seen parts of it, bits and pieces, or you watched for a while and then gave up. I'm terrible at this, but I watched for a while and gave up 
and it was actually after the fly episode, which <laughs> every time I've repeated yeah. this to someone, they're like, oh, like the best episode, you mean? Oh, no, like, I, I hated that episode too, actually. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. And I, if you look on my Netflix still, the episode right after it, about halfway through the status bar is, is right. It's hanging out for me. It's waiting still. And that's been years ago. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. So my episode that uh, the thing I've I haven't seen that everyone else has is actually lost. I've I, mm. this week somebody tried to make a lost joke to me, and I was like, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's that's so dated though. A lost joke would. Yeah. So I haven't. I've I engaged in some peer pressure uh, in college, and I think I like the last couple seasons were on when I was in college, so I watched with friends, but I wasn't a huge Lost fan either. You know what's funny about it, too, is now I, I certainly could have gotten on the bandwagon when it was going on, but I think the thing that made me never really want to come over to Lost was how terrible everybody felt like the ending was. And I was like, well, you're not selling me on picking it up now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to jump, I'm not going to hop on this ride to be disappointed. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so the last thing I wanted to ask about as the as the final part of this little trailer that we're doing to get you excited for the show is I thought we could have a small discussion about how we stream uh, yeah. because that's a huge part of why we wanted to start this show. How in the world do we find what to watch in all of these options and what are the best options? Um, now, I don't know that we could, uh, it might even be a later episode, like what do we recommend to use? Um, but I thought maybe we could just talk quickly about how we stream. So if you could sum up every everything that you use to stream. And even like if you have a strategy for how uh, to not get overwhelmed financially with how you stream, um, mm-hmm. what do you use, Brandon? So I always have at my disposal, Netflix, <laughs> Prime Video, HBO Max, Disney Plus, mainly because I have children in the house. Um, but I would absolutely stand behind a lot of the content on there. And then Apple TV Plus. Um, and then at any given time, I may have one or two of Hulu, Paramount Plus, Peacock, uh, and Showtime. Oh, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, so I think I'm getting your little wink and nod here of you have access to, meaning perhaps you're not billed for this service. Well, I mean, if you're going to, I actually pay for most of my yeah, yeah. stuff. I, I think there's maybe um, one that I. I, yeah, I share. Um, now my siblings, they're making out like bandits. Yeah. But, well, I am too. Uh, that's so, that's sort of my, yeah. Okay. I, All right. I share a lot. And I think most, I think, uh, most of mine is morally defensible. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not like stealing anything. Uh, well, some things, but I, I do pay for Apple TV plus I've had that, mm-hmm. but usually I'm buying enough devices over the course of my year with Apple that I get most of my year free on Apple TV plus yeah. because they'll give you little trials and stuff like that. Uh, and, and then I do, I share Netflix with my family, mm-hmm. but we, mm-hmm. but for example, we pay for a family account and, yep. and it's more users. So we're not over our users. Uh, and I have Hulu limited commercials, uh, which I might drop. I'm sick of that. Um, and then I just got Peacock Premium because I dropped my DirecTV stream service. Um, oh, my. It, DirecTV streams. I wanted local sports ne- networks, but it's way too expensive. It's so expensive. It's ridiculous. The sports conversation is a whole other beast. Yeah. I mean, that that's maddening. Yeah. Well, we could have an episode dedicated to baseball's blackout rules and how you 
they want new fans, but nobody can ever see the games. Good well, heavens. What do you want to do about that? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Par- and then I have Paramount Plus um, because I like, because I got rid of cable, I like watching the news in the morning um, on CBS. And then I. Because well, Paramount Plus has all the CBS content, yes. which is like football and a lot of other stuff too. So, it's yeah. Nice. And between. Between Peacock and Paramount, like recently, I have been okay on football because most of it's yeah. on one of those two. And then I might know my father's cable password to watch hmm. the Fox football games. I got that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so then I have D- Disney Plus, a shared family thing, uh, HBO Max, which I love. And uh, yeah. The sports, the sport thing is a whole sports thing is a whole different conversation. But that's sort of how I stream. It's just insane where we are nowadays where you, yeah, we all thought when we were cord cutting, it was going to be awesome. And now you just pay 10, $5 bills instead of a $50 bill. I think I'm still around like 50 bucks a month though, like around 50 to 60 in that ballpark. The HBO I get for free with my AT&T internet. Yeah. Yeah. Same which, actually. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's nice. That comes in handy. I'm obviously not counting prime, which I pay once a year. But if I if I did that, it would probably kick me up closer to seventy, maybe. Uh, yeah, I I actually I'm lower than that. I think. Okay, you're lower than seventy. Yeah, because I think all oh, of you share a lot. Yeah, because we share a lot. Um, yeah, but and the sharing is good. I mean, it ends up being more expensive as a package. Like Disney Plus is some like fourteen dollars, but we yeah. split it amongst four households. So. Uh, and it's more, I think that at least Disney plus is based on how many continuous streams you have going. So, okay. and we, uh, we never run into a problem with that. So, yeah. So I think that wraps up our trailer. Uh, and we just hope that you will join us as we embark on this podcast called good show. Our first episode will be out soon. So please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll see you soon. Yeah.